Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Are you a lifelong fan of General Hospital? Are you a new fan who wants to know more about the history of the show? Do you enjoy talking about the show with others? Do you find yourself yelling at the TV? Is your self-care an hour a day in Port Charles? If so, we invite you to join hosts Amanda Kimmel and Shannon Coach at the place where all the hidden conversations take place and secrets are revealed. Meet us at Pier 54, a General Hospital fan podcast. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the Port Charles 411 about Robin's Diary, the book. Yes. So we didn't do it how we have tried to do book club in the past because we've had a hard enough time getting our schedules together. Exactly. That, And this was kind of last minute because we had other interviews fall through, so yeah. this is what it we didn't filled fall in through. With. We just had to reschedule. Because... Right, life happens to everyone. Yeah. It wasn't like they canceled because they didn't want to talk to us. Everyone no. wants to talk to us. Just needed to reschedule. Yep. So where do you want to start? I know that this has been one that you've been dying to do, I was, so I I'm going to let you lead. No, see, I want to hear everything that you have to say about it, because you hadn't read it before. I don't know how, I know you're younger than me, but my brain doesn't do that math that you would have been like 12. Yeah, because it started 94. in 94. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense that you weren't reading that book at 12. I would have been 11 when it started. Okay. Because in January of 94, I was, wait, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, because then I turned 12 in September. Yes. I liked it. I wish that they did more like this because I feel like it covered the entire story mm-hmm. of her in stone. And I don't know. I liked it. It took me back to being that age, writing in my diary like that. Oh, it took me back to being like so crazy about a boy. And <laughs> Yes, and I was just like Robin, totally innocent when thinking about that time was going to come. I had the perfect setup in my mind. So oh, reading we all, all did. of Movies her... ruined us. Right. Exactly. We thought it was going to be all romance. and So I liked her list that she had in her head of all the things that she wanted. I don't know. It just it made me feel 14 again. God, that was that's how old Megan is. Oh my god. I actually thought I wanted her to read it. Because I feel like you can read it outside of watching oh, General yeah. Hospital. Yeah. Because all the stuff that Robin says about 
her feelings not mattering and no one caring. That's mm-hmm. exactly where Megan is right now in life. And so I thought maybe if she read it, she would see it's not just her. But then I don't know that I'm ready to get into all the grown-up parts of this book with her. So Well, and it was written, so it covered from 94 through 90, like the fall of 95. Right. Which, during that time, I mean, that's when we were getting the safe sex. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say, like, really drilled into us, but, I mean, we were, because at that time, and I touched on it later on, I think we talked about this with the Nurses Ball recap that we did, you know, some of the common misconceptions of how HIV and AIDS yes. progressed and how it was transmitted. Like, there's a part later on in the book where we talked about this when we were doing the Nurses Ball recap where AJ had that horrible... Mm-hmm comment but then stone like chooses to forgive him and spots him as he's working out and like stone leans forward a little bit and some sweat drops on aj and aj loses his mind right which at the time absolutely like that's something that you don't know there was such you didn't know we didn't know right and even though you were told it's still a different experience to be interacting with someone that you know has it. Not that it should change the way that you treat them, but I feel like part of that was human nature. Right. I mean, AJ was a jerk, but I don't think he was any more of a jerk than any of us would have been in that same circumstance. He reacted the way that many of us would have at least thought. Exactly. You know, and then there was the time where I guess Stone went to the elementary school and was giving a talk. Was it for the Charles Street Foundation? I would assume so. Okay. So I, I did really bad, and I read really thoroughly at the beginning, and then I went, oh, no, I have to speed read 50 pages. <laughs> so I was off on my timing of this. But so he was talking to the group of, I'm assuming that they were teenagers because Lucky and Emily were in the classroom. Mm-hmm. So it probably would have been like junior seniors, and one of the kids refers to him as a derogatory word for a homosexual. Yes. And I don't know, I, like I did the same thing, I skimmed towards the end, I don't know. But it basically talked about the fact that, I mean, back then, it was commonly referred to as like a gay man's disease, mm-hmm. you know, and it was, you have to be a gay man if you get AIDS or HIV, or HIV, which then can lead to AIDS. Right. So. I don't remember in my own sex ed classes them going into that much detail like the way robin talks they about didn't portray it, it as like they were just like it can be through blood trans like blood getting mixed sex you know mixing of fluids right but i still don't remember them focusing on it it was kind of one of those diseases that yeah you could get but ours were more focused on don't get pregnant so i don't know like, apparently i didn't listen to any of that i was just gonna say <laughs> but, like, how did that work out for you amanda <laughs> no didn't listen very well for that but when I watched Robin's story was when I really learned about mm-hmm. it more so than school stuff. And she mentions in the beginning of the book, like, there's after school specials and there's all this different, you know, information out there. And I guess she's right. Like, I remember those after school specials being on, but I don't, I don't did remember we watch them? actually educating us about it as well as this did. Right. Well, and not for nothing, they live in an area where this information... Pennsylvania does tend to be a little behind whenever it comes to some things. Oh, you think? No current (laughs) uh, election, pun intended there. (laughs) But... You think? Just 
Solo? I mean, we just got one in our grocery stores in the past couple years. That's true. You know, for all of those who live outside of Pennsylvania, we have state stores, which is where you buy your beer. Okay, so wait, 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 even better. The beer is its own store, and then the wine and spirit store is separate. And they were all closed on Sundays up until like six, five, six years ago. Which, and then some started to open up. Which is totally insane to me because I grew up in Ohio. We moved here when I was going into sixth grade. So I had my first sex ed class in Ohio. And then there was other ones here in Pennsylvania because you guys are a little bit behind. But their alcohol sales totally are not like that. And so I remember moving here, obviously not old enough to care about alcohol. But my parents were like, what the heck is this? Like, why can you not just go to the grocery store like, and get Why can't some I beer? get lunch meat? Bread and booze. Yes, exactly. Because at that point, you could get everything in Ohio. And right. It was like just a couple years later, you could buy the individual serving ones. And just now is Pennsylvania getting to that. And it's like a huge deal. It is. But back to Robin's diary. <laughs> but just to put it in perspective, you know. But right. I mean, but I'll be honest. Do our kids even learn about it now? Or is it just a quote known thing? I don't think I've ever really talked to my kids about HIV the way that I'm pretty sure that we were talked to about it. I don't remember my parents talking to me about it, though, either. No, my parents didn't talk to me about it either. But again, I felt like my parents were older, so from their perspective, it wasn't a disease that was going to touch. Right, because you were... Right. Because you're a girl. Exactly. So, I don't know. It's just interesting to go back and think about how long ago this was, but at the same time, how relevant all of it is. Because she oh, keeps absolutely. talking about acceptance and, you know, the lady in the park that's talking trash about him and how she can't believe They were doing that, the walk and yes, they was, should all just get on with it and die. Yes, exactly. And Stone had the nerve to walk up to her and say, seriously, did you mean what you just said? And she stood by what she said and basically well, I don't think she said, was expecting him to say, you're oh, talking about me. I'm sure that she wasn't, but... Basically, she said, yeah, if you were dumb enough to get it, then you deserve to have it and whatever happens. And he went off on her there about, you know, who are you to judge? You talk about God, you know, having certain standards, but mm -hmm. it's also a standard that you're supposed to treat everyone kindly. Right. So, it's so, I don't know. It doesn't feel like it was that long ago either. <laughs> so, I did love at the very beginning of the book... It introduced each character. Mm -hmm. Robin's friends and acquaintances in Port Charles. So like you said, even if Megan read this, or if anyone read this, and was like, you know, if you read it now and you had no idea about any of that stuff, but you're like, how did Robin come to have HIV? You know, we hear about Stone. What's the deal? You could pick up this book and read it and be able to flip to the front and be like, okay, Ruby Anderson is the owner of Kelly's Diner, aunt of Luke Spencer and Bobby Jones. You know, that's who Jagger is. Gina's only mentioned once, but she's even in this. Mm-hmm. Emily Bowen. Right? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, because when she first that's came. That's Emily Quartermain. Right. Young daughter of Monica Quartermain's friend, Paige Bowen, lives with Monica and Alan Quartermain after her mother's death. Yep. Oh, Steve Hardy. I did think it was interesting, though, that they went to Kevin to get the results. Because he's a psychiatrist. Would you would you go to a psychiatrist to get tested for HIV? 
Or was he just going as a friend? So from watching it... Okay. From watching it back then, he already had a relationship established with Kevin okay. because of the dyslexia. Mm-hmm. And so I think that was just the natural step of you're already comfortable with this doctor. And if you do have any emotional feelings about it, which obviously you're going to, he can help you from there. Right. I think it was along with Alan and all of them. It wasn't just like, oh yeah, now he's going to play all these roles. Right. Like they sometimes like to do. I did like the part where Ryan Chamberlain is seriously dead this time. I know. I'm like, I laughed. The first time. He's not. He's not really. Or he's second time seriously dead because they thought he was dead first and then he came back and, you know, now here we are. Yes. And I haven't watched yet to see if he's really dead yet. I haven't watched this week either. No, I'm not cool. sure. That's good. We're supposed to be on the same same page. I did love reading. I could hear her as I'm reading it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I'm like, oh my gosh, you're such an obnoxious teen and then I'm like, okay, I need to go read my own diary because I'm pretty sure I would have also been an obnoxious teen. I could not understand why she kept capitalizing the emotions, though. So she would write something. Like she said, Stone was feeling up, but she capitalized the U. It was weird. It was. It might have just been me. Mm, yeah, because I didn't pick up on that. And I thought it was funny that she like reprimanded herself for any bad grammar that she had, which right. I totally wouldn't do because I am not good at English at all. And so it's cute that she's correcting herself. I love that she comes up with a ton of t-shirt ideas like, I am not having sex and will not be having sex anytime soon. Maybe I should get that on a t-shirt. I like that she keeps everything from everywhere that they go because that's such a good teenage girl thing. I don't feel like they do that now, though, because everything's so digital. I mean... I know! They don't print pictures. They don't do any of that They don't have, like, stuff. their first movie stubs. Right. I mean, I could go in my attic right now, and I'm pretty sure I have first date <laughs> stuff in a trunk from my parents' house that I've just never yes. gone back into, and I'm pretty certain that I have some stuff. I'm sure I have some stuff. I don't know what all I have, but I know that I do have some stuff. Yeah, she kept the poster from Jake's. And she kept the napkin from Kelly's for Jagger's wedding, which, mm-hmm. of course, I loved reading about because Jagger's my favorite person in the entire world. Plastic straw wrapper. Yep. And a pop tab. Thank you for calling it pop. Yep. <laughs> Soda tab. And the tickets from the movie and, oh, the tomato juice label because that was funny. I liked Mac's parenting there. He totally called her out, so Robin... And Stone stole his car to go to a concert, and on the way there, they hit a skunk. So they turned around and came back and put the car right back where it was, and then went to go de-skunk themselves. And so she took, as she says, a million different baths with tomato juice. juice. I just lost it. Mm -mm. Eleven cans. There we go. Eleven cans of tomato juice to get the smell off of her. And she kept the tickets from West Side Story. And I love all those pictures. The kids I know, they look like such babies. pictures anymore. I know I have some of those. Yep. I know I have some yep. of those. The photo booth ones where yes. you make different faces every couple seconds. Mm-hmm. Their prom pictures are in here. Yeah. Her getting ready for prom was definitely very realistic. All the craziness that goes through your head. I can't even find the right shoes. Right. It was so hard to listen to her talking about her dead parents, though. 
Um, I didn't like that she kept referring to Rob or yeah to Robert as daddy because I just don't picture her calling him daddy because every time that she's dealt with him since he's come back, she's mad at him about something or they're having a serious conversation mm-hmm. and she's like, "Listen, dad, blah blah blah." I don't hear her daddy. Yeah, but at that age and where he was deceased, maybe that was more like a terms of endearment than maybe you know. I don't know. I, I did not like it. I'm not a daddy kind of person, but... I didn't like how much crap she was giving Mac. Or, she even in her own journal, she was not respecting that he was charged with her well-being. Yeah, but she was 16. Of course she wasn't. Do your kids respect the fact that you're in charge of keeping them okay? No. I don't think they write books... Like, I don't think they... <laughs> You're not reading their journals, are you? They don't keep them. I'm telling you, if my kids have journals, there's some major I mean, there's obviously, going. like, the, that's not fair, blah, blah, blah. But where her parents died, and she was like, who does he think he is? And it's like, no, no, no. He's doing his best. I felt like that was appropriate, 16-year-old. Because that's how you would feel. You don't like anyone telling you what to do. I like how she was breaking down the logistics of sex. <laughs> She's like, I don't even know how to ask this. Like, how do you take your shoes off? What if they need untied? But those are all things that you totally think of as a young person getting ready. For I the think you think time. of it first time with anybody, you know. I mean, or you just go for it. Okay. <laughs> okay, Shannon, if you say so. I mean, I don't have a ton of experience <laughs> with, but I mean, there's always the first time whenever you're with someone new. It's Okay. Okay. All right. Um, my favorite is when she was talking about having Stone over and they were watching a movie and they were throwing popcorn at yes. each other. And then later she goes to put on her PJs and she finds popcorn in her bra because that would be a totally typical something that would happen. And you would be like, oh, okay. And she went on the road helping Eddie Main tell, sell t-shirts. Yes. And the tour bus dropped her off at school the next day. Right. How cool would that have been? Because you know everyone thought she was just a stuck-up nerd and they right. didn't want to deal with her. And to yeah. see her get out of that tour bus, oh my gosh. She must have had people asking questions for days. Yeah, March 21st, 1995, and Ryan Chamberlain is this time seriously dead. <laughs> or so we thought. Exactly. Oh, I like how she talked about how her and Mac missed Georgie being born because I hadn't yeah. really realized that no whenever we had talked about Felicia giving birth so that's funny it Luke's and then Maxie receiving BJ's heart yeah was in here that was so sad mm-hmm. I don't think I realized that the nurse's ball happened before, before. yeah good I'm glad I'm not the only one that's saying that because I knew they had performed in it, but I thought that he was already sick and had come out to everyone about being sick when they performed. And then, no, it had started beforehand. Before he was even diagnosed. Right. Yeah, the first... We should go back and listen to our own recap of the nurse's ball, because we would have started with the first one. Mm-hmm. Maybe we didn't put that together, because I don't think that it said, upon hearing of Stone Kate's diagnosis, you know, poor Charles rallied together. Right. Or anything like that. So why... Hmm... I don't know. I don't know if they were going to stop at one point, and she was what kept it going. So I love what they did with the his story, and I love how they've made Robin's story progress 
naturally with how things in real life have progressed. Mm -hmm. I do wish, however, that they had been able to develop his dyslexia story a little bit more and allow him to... I don't want to say overcome because he's not going to overcome it because it's always going to be a challenge, but he never even got his GED. Right. It would have been amazing. Or we could do this with a current student. I mean, we're running out of teenagers, so we're going to have to get a fresh batch here. But if we could get, you know, they need, they need someone with an actual learning disability, Mm -hmm. you know, and dyslexia is a good one to start. We could also go into other ones, but right. I was, I didn't know that. Oh, I didn't watch. I'm sorry. I'm just going to keep saying it over and over again because to me, it doesn't make any sense. How did you not watch it? I know we've had this conversation. Again, Amanda, I was in middle school and did not get home in time. It just, it it doesn't make sense in my head. Yeah, no, that was a really good storyline. It was sweet the way that she helped him figure it out. And you could tell, you know, that he didn't ever want to read anything around her and she wasn't getting it. And then once, I think you started to get it yourself whenever you saw with the Romeo and Juliet that he couldn't read it. But when he listened to it, he right. totally had it. You were like, okay, yeah, there's definitely an issue there. But there's three different types of, like, there's a visual learner, there's an audible learner, learner <laughs> and then there's the kinesthetic learning. Right. So that's why, like, I write down everything. I could seriously never go back and look at it. But because I have actually written it down, like, I'm better at remembering it. And I'll remember, okay, I wrote this down somewhere. <laughs> somewhere. Those are the days that we're going to record and you're like, this is the wrong notebook. I don't know where my notebook is. But that's why I have my rocket book. Because <laughs> then I can just erase it and scan it and mm-hmm. upload. And I can search for it. But I honestly, I hardly go back and reference my notes. It's just because I that's take them. Yeah, it makes it stick in your head. Yeah. I got it. No, but back then, I don't. My brain instantly jumps to, oh, he has some type of learning issue. So yeah. it, it was nice to see them develop it the way that they did. But you're right; they couldn't take it all the way through, and then it was devastating whenever he lost his sight. Like I remember right. when that started. Like, come on, the kid just started liking yeah. to read, and being like, no, you can't take that away. He had so many books he wanted to read, and him and Robin reading to each other. Oh my gosh! Yeah, you should go back and watch those clips because they were. So cute. It was very difficult for me because all I wanted to do was YouTube. go on YouTube and go, forget the book. I'm just going to watch YouTube. No. But I didn't. Good girl. No. Well, no, because I wanted to read the book. Yeah. They always say the book's better than the movie anyway. That's very true. I loved how it opened up Sunny to you also. Because yes. you could totally see the process of their relationship, how she hated him to begin with, and he was in this awful line of work, and then at the end is thanking him and why they're such good friends now and right. continue to care about each other. Right. I love Sunny. I love all the letters. So there's, after he passes away, there's letters to him Right, from... which was actually inspired by AJ, because he wrote the first yeah. one without anyone asking, and then she asked people to go ahead and write them. So what was your favorite letter? I like them all because they're all so personal. First of all, I love the fact, I mean, obviously the writers know how to write. <laughs> But I love how they're all... Okay, so I nerded out and paid attention to the letterhead uh-huh. of all of them. Like, all of them... I like Felicia. Hers has a kangaroo and a koala. <laughs> Felicia's is my favorite. Yep. My favorite um, stationery, not yeah. my favorite letter. I love that Lucas drew him a picture. Mm-hmm. Brenda's is pink. Mm-hmm. Sigmund gave Lucy 
a feather to give to him. <laughs> okay, so Stone loved that stupid duck, but I still think it's absurd and ridiculous. Here's a feather. Ned and Lois's were was on L and B. And you could hear Lois talking too when you yeah. read that letter. Yeah. You could hear it in your head go back and forth between Ned and Lois. Okay, so Sonny's made me cry. Oh jeez. <laughs> I mean, yes. <laughs> Go ahead. But I guess if I were to say out of all of them, I think I like Max the best because even, so Robin did find out that she was HIV positive before Stone passed away. And yeah, Mac was upset, but he kind of stopped his anti-Stone. I think when Stone really got sick, is that when he really kind of stopped like the, but he sat with him. He sat with him to give Robin and Sonny a break. But did he write the letter? I think he wrote the letter before he knew about Robin. Because they had the the letter, they gave the letters to Stone on Robin's 18th birthday. Okay, well, I don't know, but I still... <laughs> You're allowed to like it, I'm just saying. I didn't think about that. There wasn't... I don't know when she finds out. I just felt like Mac did a big turnaround. Not a turnaround, because, I mean, he was her guardian. So he was definitely just looking out for her. But instead of shunning her right how i do know unfortunately does happen you know he was like okay we're just gonna have to deal with this but then when she and sunny were wearing themselves out staying with him every night he was like you guys need to rest i'll sit with him yes and he did yes and i'm not trying beautifully did exactly I mean, he wasn't just like sitting there reading a paper right you no know, he was watching to him to make sure that he was okay right no no i'm totally with you i'm not discounting mac because this was a really good storyline with him, and I feel like the writing was exactly how a parent would feel or and then change and hope to react when things got really bad. But with the letter, I think it didn't have as much Yeah, I didn't think about that. It uh-huh. Because at that point, she had already tested negative twice. Right. So. Well, shoot. Sorry, I wasn't, again, I'm not trying to discount you or Mac. I'm just saying, I feel like the letters would have been a little different if they were written after Robin was diagnosed. Right. So I think that my favorite is the one from Lucas, just because that was so cute that he drew the picture and the Tony sat there and explained it and was like, basically, what else can we say? So... Contrary to first impressions, that's not a sword she's pointing at you. It's an ice cream cone. <laughs> the specks are chocolate sprinkles. I just thought that was so cute. Yeah. Because in the worst times, kids are so good at accepting whatever's going on so yeah. much better than adults. And so it was sweet that he's like, yeah, everything's fine, and draws a cute little picture. It was crazy to think of their ages. I was just going to say that. Like, Lucas has drawn these cute little pictures, and Lucky needing help with his go-kart or whatever the heck it was. Right. Was it a go-kart? Yeah. Okay. Because he cut his hand, and Laura was the first person to not freak out when he was bleeding. Exactly. Which is totally like Laura, too. I miss her from back then. Yeah. I miss the 90s. Me, too. And then I like how, in the back, there's two pages dedicated to the AIDS organizations. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that there are even many more now. Right. It's just such a good book. I just, I don't know. I could read it again and again because it feels very real life. Yeah. If you were in the same situation. I do wish 
the title is different. I know that it's Robin's Diary, though. Mm -hmm. But I feel like there needs to be... I guess I was really not expecting it to just be about her and Stone. She's gone through a lot. She's lost her parents. She's been... I mean... Yeah, but at that time... I didn't know. I didn't. Come on. She's a 16-year-old girl. She I didn't know when boy. she wrote this. I just bought it. Oh, okay. So Robin's Diary, you're thinking, All okay, right. I started keeping a diary when I was like five. So I didn't have a lot to say then. I was going to say, you wanted it to be from when she was 10 to 25. That's a lot to cover. There could have been different volumes, you know. I don't know. Okay. Maybe a subtitle. Something about first love or something like that. I don't know. That would have been okay. Robin's diary of her, diary account of her first love or something like right. that. Of, or of Stone and Robin. Something right. like that. I, yeah. All right. I will give you that. The Stone years. You know, there something you like that. And obviously there was not a follow up. But I mean, that would have been cool too. I feel like they should do flashbacks and something to revisit this story because... Like we said, this is so old, but it's not that old. And the information is so relevant. And just the love story of all of that. And they have made her progress the way that hopefully it would progress. Where she's still very active and, you know, there's medication to keep under control and everything. So I think they should revisit it. It was November of 95 that she got diagnosed, right? November 15th, 1995. So they could do... Oh my god, so many years later. I know. <laughs> I was going to be like, ten years, no. 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 <laughs> but just to revisit all of it. Because Emma's getting to that age. Yeah. That would be a really <gasps> perfect opportunity to redo all she of this. She could say, here's my diary, I want you to read this. Yeah. Mm. And then have a whole bunch of flashbacks. That would be great. Yes. <gasps> We're so smart. Okay guys, guess what? <laughs> Amanda's latest suggestion is we have just decided no that would be perfect that would be that would and be and they're great. always looking for a way to pull in the younger crowd right that would be amazing it yep. would do the same thing that this did and it could be a parent child thing oh my gosh yep I'm so excited even though it's not happening I want that to happen you need to write them a letter <sighs> or an email or however we do this now there's a hotline you can call. <laughs> Hit him up on Twitter or Insta. I'm not sure anymore. That would be so good. I like it. Huh. All right. I don't know what else we should have hit on that we didn't hit on. I feel like I just kept saying how much I loved the whole story, but I did. I loved the whole story. I mean, we can't go through every single moment, but it was just, I felt like I was 17. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure how I feel about that. I feel like I might need a therapy <laughs> session after Going through all this. Oh, I hate that he got lymphoma, and I know that that's part of it. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's not just, it wasn't just the AIDS that killed him. It progressed, and, right. you know, he also contracted. Yeah, I feel like they, I mean, I don't know everything that can happen to you whenever you have AIDS, but I feel like they really tried to give him the worst of all of it to make it as real right. as possible, which was yeah. good for the storyline, but also heartbreaking for us. Yeah, devastating. But no, it was. It was really, really good. Oh, I like that it explained her hanging out with Maxie whenever she was little, yes. too, and how they have that sister bond, because yes. that makes way more sense. Sometimes I see them together now, obviously Robin's not on there very often now, but I see them, 
and they are so close that I'm like, I don't know how that happened, but this clarifies it. Right. Like, they did hang out together. They were supposed to be I love that she was able to go f- to Felicia. Well, ish. Right. Oh my ish. gosh, that scene with the condom getting dropped. Oh. I could just see that happening and in my house. I would have flipped out. Yep. Totally flipped out on my kid and then they would have been like, yeah, dad dropped that. I don't know why you're yelling at me. Kind right. of thing. So right. funny. Not funny, but you know what I mean. I know what so, you mean. Yep. Exactly how it could happen. Yeah. It was good. So, I don't know. Go read it if you haven't read it. If you have, pull it back out and read it again because it's just so good. Yeah, I think good. There's, there's a few available on Amazon. I mean, I just assume you still have it in your basement because although I had to buy another copy, I know there's a copy in my basement. I had to buy, I bought so. mine on Goodreads because I did not have it. I got mine from Thrift Books. Oh, maybe that is where I got it from was yeah, Goodreads is how I keep track of all my books. Ah. Thrift Books is how I bought it. There you go. Oh, she kept all the stuff from the motel whenever they did yes. the hookup. That yes. was cute, too. I would have totally done that also. I don't know. It was just... It's a good book. It was a nice walk down memory lane. Yeah. Or a first time walk through. We're going to have to cover this. We should cover the storyline because it is the anniversary, so you can have a reason to YouTube it. Okay. <laughs> okay, we could do that. I'll do it. 25 years later, I'll do it. Oh my god. Stop saying that number, but yes. 25. Shh. This book could legally drink. Oh it could god. actually rent a car. Oh my god. Isn't it crazy that you can drink before you can rent a car? <gasps> Why is that? <laughs> I don't know. Or hotel rooms. You have to be older to rent hotel rooms also. It doesn't you make just have to be sense. 18. Mm-mm. Okay. I was renting hotel rooms at 18. Certain ones have higher limits that are 21, because I know, I can't remember where he stayed, but I know Matt stayed somewhere, and he was over 18, but not over 21 yet, and I had to rent it for him. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's a newer, because I was 18 some time ago. I feel like it was just last year, Shannon, what are you talking about? I know. <sighs> All right, so join us on Monday as we recap this week's episodes. I'm excited for this week because I haven't watched any of it, so I don't even know what direction we're going in. It'll I be a whole it. new surprise. So have a good weekend. And we'll meet with the peer. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed today's show, we invite you to go to peer54podcast.com to subscribe on your favorite platform. Don't forget to leave us a review. And you can also follow us on many social media channels. Just search for Peer 54 Podcast. Also, we are not perfect, so if there is something that we missed or messed up, just let us know by emailing us at peer54podcast at gmail.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.